Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. By all means, go to wildpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today we have a special guest. We have V.S. Holmes. They're here to talk about the blood of thrones restored. V.S., how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. So I want to start off by asking, why did you name it Blood of Titans? Well, I was always drawn to the concept of having kind of a tiered system of deities. And um, so while there are gods in the world, there are also these older, more elemental forces that created them, um, sort of hearkening back to the Greek myths where there were the titans and then the gods that were their children. So do you believe that that gods exist? Um, not, not me personally, no. Um, I'm a much more science-based person, um, but I do really enjoy exploring ideas of faith um, in, in various things, whether it's people or, or in deities. So what got you involved into sci-fi fantasy? I've always been drawn to, to sci-fi fantasy. My dad was a huge sci-fi fan, so when he was reading to me as, as a child, um, you know, we, we read a lot of Tolkien's work, and then as I got older, we sort of explored some, some more sci-fi films. And so it's just always been part of my wheelhouse. And I think both sci-fi and fantasy have a great uh, platform for kind of exploring things that we want to see in our world or that we're trying to um, kind of experiment with in, in our own world, but in a way that's a little bit more speculative. So what is Madness and Gods about? Madness and Gods follows uh, two characters, both of whom are navigating um, this, this epic fantasy world in the wake of a war between the gods and the creatures that created them, and then both of their human armies. And they're kind of trying to figure out how to be in this world when it's a little bit, it, it, it's changed a lot since these, you know, cosmic heroes um, won or, or lost the war, depending on, on which side you're on. And um, so it follows Keplin, who has the legacy of some of these heroes, and then Re, who is just a, a human soldier, and she's trying to rewrite her her empire's um, government. And what about Blood and Mercy? Um, that's, so that's the, the second book in, in their story, and um, both of them have had a lot of uh, a lot of traumatic things that happened in, in the previous book. And um, so they're moving forward from, from those and also trying to find some allies that they may or may not have expected to find. So we're writing these two books. How long does it take you to formulate the characters and where you want them to go? Well, it, it it's really different for, for each book I've found. Um, I, I didn't realize how much my process would change between um, genres and, and titles. But for the most part, from inception to, you know, an actual finished uh, draft of, of some sort, it, it's usually about a year or so for me. Um, it does get shorter the further into a series I go because I sort of already have that groundwork. Um, but it's definitely uh, definitely a longer process for me. Now, did you go through the indie publishing route or did you get picked up by a traditional publisher? Um, I, I went through the, the indie publishing route. Um, I did do the traditional publishing thing for a little while, um, but it just wasn't really for me based on the the characters um, that I that I wanted to write at the time. So, now are you doing any, uh, I guess, webinars or writing 
creative workshops? I do um, some some education and stuff. I mean, obviously, in in the year 2020, things are a little bit different. Um, but I do a lot of workshops on writing disabled and queer characters in sci-fi fantasy. And um, I've talked to a few few college classes and, and high school classes. Now, I've got to ask, uh, with this particular book, uh, what's the age category? It's it's definitely adult. I mean, they're, the themes are um, are more adult. I think an older young adult reader could pick it up and be fine. Um, but but my market is is adult. Now, throughout history, uh, we have a tendency to uh, dream up fantastic worlds. What pulls you in for your inspiration for your books? Like, what is that thing or maybe something to drink or a television show? Like, what pulls you in to write your fantasies? Oh, that's a tough one. It's For me, I think a lot of times it's just a single thing that I've seen, either landscape or um, really encountering interesting people. I, I travel a lot for my day job, and I get to encounter some really fascinating people and places. And it can really just be the, the smallest thing for me, just the way, you know, a, a person interacts, you know, if, if I'm pe- people watching um, or the way a, a landscape looks. Uh, I, I was able to travel to Iceland recently, um, you know, obviously before, before the pandemic, and um, really just the starkness of that landscape was really inspiring to me. Now, during this pandemic, what have you noticed about yourself um, as far as your your perseverance? Well, it's uh, good days and bad days. I think I think for most of us, um, I'm I'm able to focus on on my writing to some extent. Though, what scenes I'm really drawn to write has actually changed a lot. I'm I'm more interested in writing the connections between characters and sort of the quieter scenes, probably because we're realizing how, how important those things are, are to each other. Um, my, my productivity obviously hasn't been um, as, as good as it usually is, but um, I, I do have more time now to, to focus on it, which is nice. Now, you briefly breezed over that you had a day job. Uh, how mm-hmm. are you balancing the time between writing your sci-fi fantasy and going to work? Well, I, I get up early uh, to, to write, and then once we're back out of the field, I'll um I'll do a little bit more. Um obviously things are different right now. We're we're not in the field currently um as as we're sort of focusing on projects where we don't have to to stay in a hotel for for safety reasons. Um but I I I try and balance it. What's nice is my job is seasonal. So during the winter, you know, I, I have a bit more downtime because the ground is frozen and uh we can't we can't do archaeology when when the ground's frozen. So I get to have a bit of downtime in the winter where I focus more on writing and then during the summer I'm you know out there getting a little bit more uh more inspiration so okay so what are some tips that you can give to our listeners when they hear from you about how to either structure a book or how to go about getting picked up and possibly doing some of the marketing well I definitely think one of the things that really when when I heard it really impacted me was the commitment to who you are as as a writer. And I don't, you know, obviously every book we write is, is going to be a little different. Um, but your voice in particular, I think learning what that is and, and accepting that while it will change, you know, there there is a core voice there. And staying true to that and when marketing, finding people who 
really work with that voice. That's That's been the most important thing for me. Well, I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. We're talking to V.S. Holmes. V.S., how can they reach out to you through social media and and possibly purchase your books? Well, my website is vsholmes.com, and, uh, you know, there's there's links to all sorts of social media on there, um, as well as a free sci-fi short or a free fantasy short if you want to check out my, my own voice. Um, so you can you can find me there. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, you know, at vsholmes. And um, my books are on Amazon and other digital retailers, as well as in paperback. You're listening to Wild Podcast. We're talking to author V.S. Holmes. They're here to talk about Blood of Thrones. V.S., it was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much.